love. How many of you have been transformed by that power of love, of seeing your lives transforming, right? That's what we come together to talk about, to be inspired by this harmonizing power that in unity we call love and that is within each and every one of us. And I know I have to keep practicing and practicing and practicing. So every week I bring you a practice. So last week we talked about the art of listening. And our practice last week was to pay attention to how you listen. Make a conscious choice to listen without scripting your response. Just listen. So how many of you picked up that practice last week? See, I see a few hands. That's awesome. Well, I know. I have faith. But somebody has something that they would like to share from having practiced that this last week. Some new insight that I know you had. So, where's your hand? Oh, yay, Connie. All right. Um, I am having a bit of an adventure with my son. And it seems to be getting worse instead of better. So I invited him over to listen to his perspective of the situation. And I think I I understand better where he's coming from at this point. But he wasn't ready to listen yet. And that was okay. Um... That'll come in time, but I really listened to him, so it was a good thing. Thanks, Joanne. Thank you, Connie. And I love that. We only have control over one person, and that is who? Connie. No. (laughs) Me, right? Each of us ourselves. So, yeah, you can't make your son listen, but how beautiful your mind was changed because your mind changed with deeper understanding and listening. Good. Anybody else? Yeah, Pam. Um, last week, the girl over here mentioned um, uh, looking at, like, the pattern. And so uh, I was having a discussion with someone, and all of a sudden I felt that feeling of, and so I took it the moment to change the pattern. And I said, I don't want to feel like this. So I took a couple more minutes and um, changed it totally differently. Beautiful. I, I kept thinking about what she said. Beautiful. So not scripting your comments in advance while not listening, right? Anybody else? You got Jerry. One more. Jerry, um, I heard the message last week, and I work with students, and I thought, oh, this is the perfect opportunity. So I talked with students all week about the difference between listening and hearing. And listening is when our brain is thinking about the words we hear. And so I practiced it all week with kids. And um, I even invited them to fold their hands. And when you look down at your hands, it kind of looks like the brain. And so you have double brain power if you're really listening mm. with your hands folded. And you know what? Um, looking into these kids' eyes, they recognized they were being heard. And it made all the difference between behaviors. <laughs> so it was a good week. So thank you, Joanne. Yeah, welcome, Jerry. Thank you for sharing. And yeah, especially 
I find um, with kids, right, it's so easy to be distracted. When you're busy, you've got kids in your life, and you're so easily distracted. So to make that conscious choice to check with them. So we're moving on. This is our last week on expanding the circle of community. So those of you that have been uncomfortable in the circle, <laughs> this is the last week. <laughs> and we'll go back to our road. But, but this idea, right, of the circle where we can see one another, where we can be with one another, where we can know one another in deeper ways. And so we've been talking about what does that mean to be in this circle of community. So today we're going on to the art of community. So I have a question for you. Something brought you here this morning. Something moved some of you to be here every week because there are faces I see here every week. Something moved some of you to come here for the first time. What is it that brings you here to Unity Spiritual Center, to this community? Michael. For spiritual food. To come for spiritual food, to receive spiritual food. Anybody else? I come for connection. John. I come for all the love. Yeah. Anybody else? I come for my reminder. Right? Anybody else? Yes, go. I come here to give thanks today for the experience that I had yesterday. So I come with a sense of gratitude. Anybody else? Ah, Ed, back there, I see your hand. I come here for family. So you might recognize why you come here from those responses. And I heard a lot in those responses of what you receive, right? I, I receive love. I receive spiritual sustenance. I receive connection. And all of those are such good reasons to come and be a part of community. And today we're talking about expanding our circle of community. And so I'm going to invite you to expand your thoughts about why you come and participate in community. Because for many of us, it is about what do we get out of this. So I want to share with you a little story. Um, has anybody ever heard about the idea of Ubuntu? Anybody ever hear that? There's this idea called Ubuntu. And so there was this um, ethnologist, sociologist, humanitarian. His name is Jean, Paris, no, Jean Pierre Hallett. And he was over in Africa, and he was studying the communities over there. And he set up this little game for the children. And he lined them all up behind this line. And he said to them, over there, under the tree is a basket, and in the basket is some fruit. And the first one to reach that basket gets all of the fruit in the basket. Now, I've got a little one in my life, little Zoe. And if she hears that there's a race, she's there ready that go and she's going to be the first one there. Anybody recognize that? Yeah. We are a culture here that is about individuals. You know, it's about that. So here he was quite surprised. When, he, when he, um, it was time to run, Jean Pierre noticed that each of them took each other's hands and that they ran together 
And they sat together under this tree, and together they enjoyed the treat. And when he asked them, why, why did you run like that? The response was, since uh, he didn't understand, right? Because you could have had all the treats, just one of you. The response was, how can any of us be happy if all the other ones are sad? Ubuntu means, I am, because we are. I am, because we are. And so it's this whole other idea of being in community, that, that we lift each other up, that it's not a competition. It's not even necessarily about what's in it for me. But it's how can I show up in community in this idea of I am because we are. Can you say that with me? I am because we are. So how do we practice that here in unity? We have a, a team, our community development team, that a couple of years ago began a discussion about what does it mean to be a member here at Unity Spiritual Center. And at that time, we created what has become a circle. It used to be called the egg. And it used to be that the first time people who were here, the guests who were here, were on the outside of the circle. Right? Like, they were just stepping into community. And that the longer you were here, as you became a, a member that stepped into service, you'd move a little bit deeper. And as you become a member who said, yes, I want to be a member, right? You moved a little deeper into the circle, and you, and you just kept moving deeper into the circle. And we realized this year that we had the circle wrong. That what we really needed to do was to put the guest, the person who's here for the first time, who is coming to receive from this community in the center of the circle. So that they could be fully surrounded by those of us who have been here, that practice these ideas, that practice these teachings, and that we could welcome them, and that as you got deeper and deeper into what we are doing here, taking classes and serving and becoming a member, you would actually move further out in the circle and embrace more within that circle. So it's this idea. Each of us, I understand, comes here to receive something. Spiritual sustenance and connections and friendship. But the question is, can you who have been here take a deeper step into the idea of what's in it for me? What am I going to get? What am I going to receive? To what's in it from me? How can I more deeply share myself with this greater community so that we can expand the consciousness of this community in deeper ways. So one of the ways that we do that is to get to know one another, to reach out and to say hello to one another. And so looking out into the community now, I see lots of people have on their name tags. Right? Why do we wear name tags? Is it just one of those silly things we've got to do at Unity? We've got to wear our name tags? Maybe you've resisted the idea of wearing a name tag. Why do we wear name tags? Anybody want to venture a guess? So we can get to know each other. So we can know each other's names, right? This is Lauren, everybody. Does everybody know Lauren? No. Say hi, Lauren. 
We're glad you're here. Lauren's here with a couple of her, her children, Mason and Amaya, who are down right now getting to know children down there. They've been, you've been coming for a little while now, right? We're glad you're here. But if you've not ever reached out and said hello to Lauren and what's your name, you wouldn't know what Lauren's name is. Right? We have, oh gosh, Michelle, I'm going to pick on you. We have brand new, I hadn't met Michelle before, but there's Michelle. She came to our children's opening circle with little Evan, here for the first time. Everybody say, hi, Michelle. We are so glad you're here. (laughs) Come on and be uncomfortable with us. Christy. Am I right? Is it Christy? No, I'm not right. Tracy. I had the ending right, the C. Tracy. Tracy hasn't been for a while because Tracy moved, right? And I was so excited. I came in today and I saw Tracy sitting there. It's like, yay, Tracy's here. Welcome, Tracy. We've missed you. Everybody say hi to Tracy. We've missed you, Tracy. Right? Doesn't that feel good to acknowledge everybody, to call them by name? Now, I have a confession to make because lots of you tell me, Joanne, it is so impressive how you remember everybody's name. Now, notice I just forgot Tracy's name. And in live stream world and everything, you know, here I am calling her Christy. You know, so, okay, sometimes we don't get it right, then we ask. Tracy. So I want to share with you, some people think that I am really good at remembering names. I am just as bad as everybody else at remembering names. You know that I have been here almost five years, and it was only this summer that I finally got... Mel's name back there. Wave, Mel. Like, for years I've been calling him by his brother's name, John. Hey, John, how's it going? And every Sunday he'd say, Mel, right? I had him mixed up in my mind. Because I'm as bad as everybody else. You can tell me your name and ten seconds later it's gone. But I want everybody to feel like I've heard them. I've seen them. You're a part of community, Jennifer and Ham. And so I have made it my mission that when somebody introduces themselves, I listen. I listen. So I can hear your name. So I can remember your name. It's an important part of being in community. It is something simple that all of us can do. Would you all be willing to do that? If you don't have a name tag, would you be willing to wear a name tag? And if you don't have a name tag and need a name tag, stop by the concierge desk. They'll write your name down and we'll have a name tag for you next week. It helps all of us to get to know each other, to create community together. Here in Unity, we recognize this idea of Ubuntu, of lifting each other up. Sometimes when you take a look out into the world and you think there is so much, how can I myself, make a difference. Anybody ever have that idea? What can I do? One person, what can I do? But in unity, what we teach is that we can all be empowered to make a difference and lift one another up. If each and every one of us take on the practice, and this week just go out and be that practice, we'll make a difference to lives like our relationship with our son. We'll make a difference. 
when we are there supporting, uplifting one another. And it's small things. It doesn't need to be this large, huge act. Catch that that's what keeps you from living these things because you think, I can't make a difference anyway, so why try? We try because we are community. We are here for one another. We uplift one another. We support one another. And if each of us takes that on, you never know what a difference you'll make to someone's life. Everybody, everybody doesn't. <laughs> Those of you who do know Jim White. Jim White, our beloved Jim White. I've heard so many stories of Jim White through the years of how he's made somebody feel welcome. Maybe he made somebody here feel welcome. I see a hand going up. Did Jim make you feel welcome? Jim was there while you were having coffee. What's your name? Deborah. Deborah, we're glad you're here. Everybody say, hi, Deborah. We're glad you're here. You can, Deborah, but let me get a mic so that... Okay. Project. Beautiful. Beautiful. And tell me one more time your name. Deborah. See, I forgot it in that moment, right? So Deborah is sharing what could have kept her from coming into community today. What keeps you from coming into community, right? Oh, my nails weren't done. Everybody's looking at your nails, Deborah. Like, how could you show up today with undone nails? Right? But, but what ridiculousness do you use not to show up in community? And so, Deborah, you showed up anyways, coming in your boyfriend's shirt, needing coffee. We have coffee. And into community, she resonates with Jim White. So, Jim White, he makes a difference. I had a conversation with someone a couple of weeks ago that was, you know, trying to decide, is this their community? Was involved in another spiritual community, trying to decide, do I belong in this community? And going through something on some particular day. And Jim White saw this person and recognized somewhere, I think they need a, would you like a hug? And came and gave a hug. A big hug. Right? And this person said, wow, I would not have gotten this in my community. I got it here. A hug. A reaching out. A smile, a conversation, and not just here, but out in the world. What a difference little things can make when we all work together. It doesn't take a great big, huge something. Something small. 
So I want to share with you an idea that the board had around that. Some of you who were here in March may remember that our beloved board president, James, who did the meditation here today, came before you and said, you know, we've had a little bit of a financial pinch. Things are rough. We could give a little more. That would be helpful. Many of you did. It helped. But we're still playing catch up. And so in August, our, our board treasurer, Todd, came before you and shared something similar, you know, if, if you can give, give, we're still trying to catch up. And so I took the, a look at the numbers, like what do we need? And if I looked at everybody that was here, the number of people that were here, how much more would it take? Anybody want to venture a guess? How much would it take? It's $5 each. Give a little or give a latte. You were looking in the bulletin. So, so in your bulletin this week, thank you, Erin, that was perfect. In your bulletin, I'm going to invite you to just pull this out for a minute. It, it says this, give a little or give a latte. You know, a latte costs about $5. Sometimes they're even more expensive than that. I'm just shocked. And what I want you to do is turn it over, where it says $5 adds up fast. Because this is the power of everybody giving a little and what an impact that can make. Now, here we're talking finances, but get that this isn't limited to finances, right? The concept is the same. So if one person gives $5 a week, obviously after a month, that's 20 extra dollars. But look at what happens when 160 people simply give $5 more a week. That adds up to $3,200 in a month. That could make a tremendous impact for us in this community. And look at what happens if 160 people give this extra $5 a week for 10 years. Look at how much that adds up to. $116,000. Isn't that amazing? And so I'm inviting you, the board is inviting you into this challenge. Give a little or give a latte. And we're inviting you to consider, if you can, to increase your donation by just $5 a week when you're here. What a difference that will make. And if you're willing to do that, there's a sign out by the concierge desk where you can sign your name. It says, I take the pledge, give a little or give a latte, and you'll get a little coffee cup on your name tag that you might need to get. So we can all learn one another's names, right? And then take this beyond the money. Because I, I know some of you are sitting out there going, oh, talking about money again. I wish they wouldn't talk about money. But this concept of giving a little or giving a latte can apply to giving a smile. It can apply to listening. It can apply to offering your service in some way, offering to pray with someone in some way. If every one of us just does a little, imagine how we can raise the consciousness of this planet. Who's with me? I am because we are. Say that with me. I am because we are. Say it again. I am because we are. I want to share with you a, a little video that shows you the impact of how this community can make a difference. So, Ed, why don't you get the video playing? Before the 
start of the fall program last year, I remember many members of the community telling me that that's really where you, you make lifelong friendships. And that was why I joined. I, I was eager to be a part of the Unity community, and I was a newer member. And everything they said was true and more, everything they promised. In our study group, prayer was a big component of it. And every week we would have uh, intentions for everyone in the group. And I, I found that as I was praying for other people's intentions, it would help me in that area of my life as well, not just the intention I had set for myself. Later on, after the fall program ended, I was absent for Unity for a few months because I was going through a very scary health crisis that I was kind of unexpected. And throughout that whole crisis, members from my study group would text me and call me and pray for me. And I feel like it, it, was, it was really them that got me through, through that crisis. I don't know if I would have made it through without all the prayers and without the love I received from Unity. And I'm very grateful for that. Elizabeth. Elizabeth, you've been attending for a little over a year, right? Two years already. Wow. What an impact. To participate in a fall book group and then to make those connections, to make those friends, and then to have those friends reach out with a simple text, a phone call, a prayer. What a difference that made. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you for sharing your story. So who'd like to experience that? Right? Oh, somebody's got some bells going. Sounds like church. So you can do so. Laverne is back there at our fall group study table there, ready to sign you up so that you too can participate in a small group where you can learn to practice the art of intimacy, the art of sharing, the art of listening, the art of community. We have six groups already, seven groups already full, but you're... No worries, there's still like eight left, I think. We have, what, probably about 120 people signed up right now. So go back there after service. Find a group. Participate. Take our uh, challenge to give a little, give a latte. Let's see what else we can do to practice these ideas of the art of community. Pay attention to how you show up in spiritual community. How are you showing up? To whom? Can you extend understanding, compassion, forgiveness? How can you practice the principles that we learn here when you experience a challenge with someone within the community? How can you move more deeply into ownership of this community? Consider becoming a member, participating in that way. Consider where you could get into sacred service. Consider learning someone's name. Consider reaching out to somebody you don't know and help us to expand our circle of community. I am because we are. Let's say that again. I am because we are. Turn to someone and say, I am because you are. I am because you are. Turn to one other person and say it again. I am because you are. And now let's live it. Who's going to take the challenge up with me? We're going to live community this week. Thank you. God bless.